smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi this is namrata patel from mint's personal finance team and in this episode of why not mint money we will talk about a lot of important things that are happening around us and impacting us as investors inflation the fed rate hike the weakening rupee and market volatility we have with us today ankita pathak product manager and macroeconomist with dsp mutual fund before dsp ankita was a lead economist at with edelweiss wealth management ankita is an economist with a keen interest in increasing the reach of economics in financial decision making hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey hi ankita thank you for joining us today hi namrata glad to be here thanks for having me in thank you ankita so ankita we hear so much about inflation and the fed rate hike in the news you know everywhere around us and most of us don't really understand how such macroeconomic factors impact us as investors so let me pick your brains on a few concepts let's start with inflation what is your take on the inflation that we are seeing right now and how does it really impact us right namrata i think to be very honest with you the inflation buzz has gone way too far so far that i'm reminded of the famous saying that you know when all forecasters agree something else is going to happen and you know let me take a moment to start this from scratch okay this particular inflationary scenario had risen due to supply side constraint but it lasted much longer than was previously expected because you know covid never ended there was one wave after the other and then a geopolitical war had come in so as we stand today things look more stable more supply side indicators are improving uh fed's global supply pressure index you know shows optimism freight rates are consequently normalizing as well and you know the real markets also we we see the numbers are unfolding so metals are down some 20% from the top soft commodities of wheat rice coffee which had also created a lot of buzz they have also the prices have taken some sort of a breather now oil however remains a worry and it's still very sticky at multi year highs So I say that uh, looking at the demand supply dynamics for oil, uh, there is a case for easing oil prices as well. So you know most drivers of inflation are set to ease, uh, but let's look at the inflation scenario from a more domestic purpose. Domestically, uh, fiscal has acted by reducing excise on petrol and diesel. Um, monetary policy is raising rates, and they have a very clear. plus policy coordination that uh, the the goal is to tame the inflation for now um the base also becomes favorable for easier inflation readings here on so while there are upside risks to inflation and another black swan event such as a war cannot be completely ruled out i believe that the downturn of inflation has already started okay So in fact the main inflation reading came in at 7% for India and it was lower than 7.8% in April in US and globally also inflation is shifting towards services from goods but the fed and the central banks are very bent on taming inflation expectations and i guess that should help now given the case that inflation might you know 
or has already peaked out the impact of inflation for a common man and investors is very very different okay so for common man inflation is more of a pain in a sense that it increases consumption on necessities and for a given wage it reduces discretionary consumption and savings so i guess it is very safe to say that a common man does not enjoy high single digit inflation but for investors it's a different you know ball game altogether high inflation does offer opportunities in certain pockets and some inflation is in fact good for asset class prices so for one inflation is positive for gold secondly um in stock markets as well uh, a company's top line goes up with inflation and if the demand is good uh the the increase in the input prices is being able to be passed to the final consumer earnings can improve so i guess it's a separate topic and we need a deeper study to understand which sectors can do well but once a sector on the top of my mind would be let's say automobiles which couldn't do well because you know steel prices were rising um and uh, now that steel prices are easing it may not necessarily reduce the price to the final consumer given that inflation is still high and therefore earnings could improve so in nutshell i would just say that even uh, when we have high inflationary scenario uh, there are pockets of opportunities for investors in the markets in different asset classes and i think one should diversify their portfolio in those opportunities today right and i also caught one important thing that you mentioned was gold so are you saying that you know in a high inflation scenario uh, investing in gold is a good idea it usually historically has been uh, when inflation tends to go up uh, the the fiat currency sort of loses value but it's the hard assets where the money shifts and this crisis uh, the covid crisis we've seen there was a expectation that gold will perform but instead what happened it was the riskier asset classes that did well gold did not perform as much was expected so uh, now that you know the crisis is behind us but inflation has stuck around there is still a case that gold could perform after the crisis so in that sense gold does look uh, good and we remain optimist on gold prices here on right and ankita what about you know we listen you will hearing a lot about the fed rate hike so you know what is your take on that does it really impact us sitting here in india and how does it impact us sure i think now that today the global financial systems are very interlinked so obviously one central bank acting has repercussions on rest of the world as well um let's try to understand the three i think level one interlinkages to start with um one is that when a rate hike uh, happens in us there is an expectation that rbi in india will also hike rates um after all indian rupee needs to be protected we do not want any volatility or any you know runaway depreciation in indian currency so there's a natural ex- expectation and a tendency of rbi to raise rates as well i think may 4 uh, we had seen a emergency mpc coming into effect to raise rates ahead of the fed meet later that evening so essentially the the rising of rates in the domestic markets increases the borrowing cost 
and eventually lowers earnings and valuations okay the second part is that uh, if fed rate hikes slows down us growth are exports oriented sectors which thrive on uh, demand from us such as it pharma could potentially suffer as well because the uh, uh, demand from us will itself plummet and i think sometime later i'll also love uh, speak to you about how fed has not seen too much of a success in avoiding soft landing so usually fed rate hikes have have resulted in some sort of a growth slowdown so that kind of a scenario was to come in again our exports um, would come under question the third part is that fed is not only hiking rates but it is also reducing global liquidity okay it's the same liquidity that led to a high tide where all asset classes you know rose with the tide but as they say only when the tide goes out do you discover who's been swimming naked and i think therefore this liquidity luck fading away right. uh, will away a lot of froth that has built in the markets and we are already seeing corrections to that effect okay so now uh, let me make a uh, you know give a very important caveat here that markets react to what is unexpected and not uh, what is already priced in uh, i believe as we speak today the fed rate hikes have now already been priced in and therefore the triggers to market are likely to be different such as the domestic npc decisions uh interbank liquidity maintained by rbi uh domestic growth story domestic policy reforms i think those are likely to trigger the market more um more or less fed rate hikes have been uh priced in and i must uh, compliment the domestic policy makers that we we've, we've uh, you know tackled the challenge that we have today really well our rupee has not uh, depreciated much uh, the currency has remained stable uh rates are still you know pre covid and we live we are in a liquidity surplus so to say so i think uh there are triggers beyond the fed rate hikes that markets will look here right and ankita you mentioned um, you know corrections that was going to be my next question that you know the markets have been highly volatile and has been giving investors some anxious nights so what is your take on this volatility and or rather this correction and how should investors make the most of such corrections in the market and what should their strategy be when it comes to investing in such markets yeah namrata so i think first and foremost i think markets are always volatile and our number one goal for personal finance has to be building anti fragile portfolios okay the obviously the strategy will depend on individual circumstances but generally there are a few golden rules that must be followed uh number one that avoid leverage when the volatility is high uh second always work on asset allocation that way the damage to your portfolio will look lesser in bad times and your ability to stick to disciplined investing will be higher leading to better long term and compounding of your gains so uh, avoiding le- leverage and asset allocation is very important uh, the third in the current context i think taking some exposure to defensive sectors such as pharma fmcg etc makes sense um fourth always keep your emergency money separate from your investment money avoid redeeming in deep losses 
due to emergency circumstances that's that creates a deep hole in your portfolio which is better avoided and finally and most importantly the whole value based investing had lost its charm since march 2020 up till maybe 2 months back okay because valuations were out of the whack nifty was recording valuations somewhere close to 33 times on price to earnings um today it's somewhere around 18 and a half times price to earnings so this is changing now uh, the the ultra low rates that were there in the system they are the rates are rising now and i strongly believe now that there's a huge merit at looking at value uh, investors must use the price correction to find pockets of low value and add those sectors and companies to their portfolio today uh, this will surely help uh, to increase the return from markets when the volatile phase is over so i think the the in nutshell i would say um look for select pocket of values and increase your allocation there and always always stick to asset allocation right and i think i cannot may i add one more point which is just ignore the noise like a fed rate hike or inflation will always be there and you know there will always be someone making a un cry about it but you know focusing on your own goals and your own portfolio is what is important instead of just reacting to the news that is around you for sure namrita investing is all about discipline so as long as you're putting away your uh, share of savings out every month i think in long term um, well that's the key to long term wealth generation right so ankita my key takeaway is that you know be disciplined and focus on your personal investments and asset allocation is also very very important more so in times like this when there is so much noise around you yes and also look at value again there's been a huge ignorance of valuations because of uh, the run up that we'd seen but right. i think it's time to look at value based investing again absolutely absolutely thank you ankita that was a wonderful summary that you gave at the end and it was lovely having you on this episode thank you so much for joining us today thanks thanks namrita pleasure to be here That's all from today's episode of Why Not Mint Money. If you have any more questions for Ankita or like this episode, do drop in your comments on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Namrata Patel zero six. That is N A M R A T A P A T E L zero six. Do drop in your comments. Thank you for joining in. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.